0: If he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. I got a question. Are you psychic? All right, people, we're going to try something a little different
1: today. Where's your lunch?
0: I want to to congratulate you. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, folks. I am your first favorite bartender, third favorite author, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Greg, and our producer, Justin. hello. Hello. This week we are reviewing the 1985 John Hughes classic The Breakfast Club. Right. This movie had a 1 million dollar budget and a 51.5 million dollar box office return. Mm-hmm. So all things considered a smash hit at the time and definitely a hit today. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody sees this movie. It uh, it it launched or or helped relaunch a few careers.
1: Yeah. Greg you want to talk about that? Let's get into it. Uh, Judd Nelson, Mr. John Bender, as the criminal. There he is. Molly Ringwald, Claire, the princess. Emilio. Mr. As Alan, Andy Clark, as oh, the yeah. athlete, as the athlete. Anthony Michael Hall, Brian Johnson, the brain. Ali Sheedy. Mm hmm. Allison Reynolds. The Basket Case. Paul Gleason as, <laughs> as vice principal. Don't mess with Dick the bull, yeah. Vernon.
2: the horns. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Dick> oh, man.
1: <laughs> special, men- special mention to John Capilos as Carl. Indeed. Indeed, sir. Mm hmm. With that, it's kind of put together as a
0: theme play, a stage yeah. play, somewhat. Uh, yeah. And speaking of plays, I got a little play on words for you here. Righteous. This is our Saturday morning princess. <laughs> so You'll see this drink <laughs> is a little red. Might remind you of somebody.
1: the Molly Ringwald? <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, the
0: Molly Ringwald's something else. Molly Ringwald's something else. <laughs> oh, is it, I, I couldn't take I that. It's, that. An it's an actual drink. trademark. Yeah, yeah yes. Molly Ringwald's an actual drink. So this is an ounce and a half of orange vodka, mm-hmm. three quarters of an ounce of liquor 43. Okay. We've got about three ounces of mango margarita mix and a little splash of grenadine for some color. Hmm, it's yeah. a very sweet drink, and it, it is something that I would have drank in high school.
2: Hmm. Well, let's try it though.
0: <sighs> Not bad. <coughs> That's good. Yeah. It's like punch. Kind of went down the total wrong pipe punch. there. punch. Yeah. Total yeah, high, school p- high school it's punch. It's missing the Everclear from right, <laughs> when we were in high school. <laughs> but other geez. than that,
2: it's it's pretty close. It?
0: Yeah, the only thing different is like we would have put way too much vodka in it. Or like you said, Everclear. Not, it, that's it. honestly perfect We've been amount. We've drinking it out of, yeah, a, tasty. Yeah, tasty. out of a cooler. tasty. Yeah, out of a cooler. A bunch of fruit. <laughs> Chonto <chopped Yeah>. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> or, or five-gallon buckets. As, Whatever it takes. We were, Whatever it takes. We were weird. But yeah. So now that we got a little bit of Ally Sheedy's favorite drink, or Allison's favorite drink, in our veins... Let's talk The Breakfast Club. So everybody yeah. knows this movie as like one of the most quintessential John Hughes movies. This right. and like Ferris, Ferris Bueller yeah. kind of mm-hmm. is top two. Yeah. Um, and like Greg was saying, it's kind of built like a Greek play where the characters are introduced by their archetype. Right up front. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. a, it's a very closed circuit story where everything takes place within the school or at least on school grounds. There's nothing that happens anywhere else. Yeah. Right. So it's very contained. And, you know, structurally speaking, it's it's done pretty well that way. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, th- all these five students, are
1: they're already cr- creating their space in general mm-hmm. at their own homes. Yeah. And now they're stuck inside a library. hmm But they make it work for them.
0: They do. They do. And, you know, granted, the library is kind of a big space, and it gets bigger as the mm-hmm. movie goes along. But it still feels very contained, and you get that, like, I didn't go to high school, so I assume the detention feeling—you know, of being <laughs> stuck in one spot. I, I, so it, 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 it definitely played on school. The, <laughs> I did my time in Saturday detention <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah, they're it's not true. being watched at all. You were, you were bad mind, boys, but it's, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you could say I was always in detention, but I think I, I, I think the teachers just liked me. <laughs> the dean eh, maybe maybe I, I can't speak to that. I don't know. <laughs> I know I like you. I think I'd like to have you in detention all the time. Right, but I'm a stand up guy. Me we are no attention. longer in high school and we are no longer in the 80s so let's look at this through a 2021 lens mm-hmm. now oh, these are go. these are characters <laughs> that are tried and true these are five archetype characters that are ancient but also you know horror movies kind of kind of use these five and there's there might be one missing but I guess the principal kind of fills that role but these are these are character tropes <coughs> that are that they last mm-hmm and this is a movie that's lasted, but I posit, does it deserve the hype that it gets? Because I want to that don't now, do so. you want to go? Let's keep going. Going. Let's no, go. No, you go. go. I don't think this movie deserves the hype it gets. All right, I think this is an over o- overwrought film. It's it's kind of a like it definitely gets the teenage angst of like. Going back and forth on your word because you don't know who you are or what you're really mm-hmm. saying. I think it gets that right. Okay. But I don't think it is the amazing movie that it's it's portrayed as. I think nostalgia plays a big role in how Huge. people look at Huge. The Breakfast Club. You're right. And yeah, I watched this movie when I was younger. But watching it, I watched it today just to kind of get a feel for it again. And it's kind of an incomprehensible mess at times. And... That but I think that lends the hand into if the story. Plot, indie, my if it were an indie, if it were an indie film, going for that feel, okay. I think that would be appropriate, and I would I would give it some grace. This is a John Hughes movie. Right. John Hughes movies are very straightforward, and it's the fan <laughs> theories like with like with Ferris Bueller, where they take on new life. But Ferris Bueller is a very straightforward movie. Yeah, this feels like it should be a straightforward movie, but it's so convoluted that I think it loses steam and i think people look at, back at it through rose-colored glasses okay that, or molly ringwald colored
1: glasses. i can respect that i can respect that um the one thing though i think you're the, the, the ferris bueller of john hughes i think that's mm-hmm. the, the 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 unicorn of of, of his films he's that that's the one that is not convoluted in certain text, you know in certain perception okay this movie for him i think culminates all of the other ones everything he's done in his career as mm-hmm. like a beautiful kind of masterpiece not mm-hmm. I would, it's tough to say masterpiece but like an ode to everything yeah it's, it's you know? definitely an ode to the 80s from right, soundtrack right. down but i mean the way he the way these characters interacted is is miraculous i mean yes casting goes into that 100 mm-hmm. percent. i think that's the best part about this film is yeah. the casting because they're, sure. they're all up and comers and besides molly mm-hmm. ringwald and um Emilio Um, uh, and uh, Anthony McCall before they were in uh, 16 Candles together. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, Judd Nelson. All I got to say, Judd fucking Nelson is he broke up. He broke down every wall in between Mm -hmm. every character. I think he's one of the best characters like because he because he broke down everyone. He nitpicked everyone enough Mm -hmm. to fucking get to his his level. Yeah. And he at the end of the movie, he's sitting back on a wall like just smirking yeah and he gets the girl I mean I don't know it, it there's there's some there's some what brilliance. Kind of. think, there's some brilliance to this I movie. think the
2: film can be perceived as convoluted in a lot of ways mm-hmm. but I also think the brilliance behind it is like how we talked about like Reservoir Dogs not mm-hmm. being Tarantino's best work but like 90% of its filmed in the warehouse
0: yeah right. you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like yeah. there's
2: a couple pan shots like you were saying breaking the rules mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah, this the like there's only behind
1: the heads and like the yeah. big talk. And it's, it's I think I,
2: so. It could be perceived as convoluted, but it was also like the '80s. Yeah, right. like it's just yeah. like looking at a lot, a lot, of cocaine things, and, and drinking. Just <laughs> a lot of things that were like yeah. produced at that time. Just, just like, yeah. how were people like? Yeah, listening to this music or yeah. watching commercials yeah. like this, or right? Whatever. Right. It's right. just like true. Looking, true. Looking at it through a lens today is kind of. You almost have to take a step back, I feel like. And, and, just, and just see what John it
1: was at Hughes the time. Had the library. But I mean, if, yeah. we, if we put it in today's setting, it's going to be like guns and fights and and sh- You know what I mean? This is like we Well, there, were, there was a gun, remember? There was yeah. a, <laughs> a flare gun. gun, gun yeah, which is my yeah, favorite part yeah, of the whole movie. When, so when Emilio Estevez yeah. cracks up after mm-hmm. he said- After, uh, what's her name? Odd, the, 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 Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy said- Shitty, yeah. Was it a handgun? He goes, yeah. It was a flare gun.
2: It went off in my back. <laughs> back. <laughs> it goes,
1: Amir goes nuts. It goes nuts. I feel like that was like the Jimmy Fallon yeah. like mix-up of Saturday Night yeah, Live. Like yeah. it was just he like, definitely it was breaks. So true. Definitely you know? breaks. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I can see that is the one scene that I truly think was brilliant. Yeah, was all of them sitting around yeah. and, and talking about that five star. We're yeah. we're not gonna be friends yep. after this. And yeah. that I that I believe because I don't know if you guys know about this, but I'm weird and identified a lot with Ali Sheedy in this movie where. I would totally say hi to these people if I saw them after a Saturday detention right. like this, but none of them would talk to me like that was, that was very real. Cause I mean, it took a lot of work to get out of that shell. Mm-hmm. And I see that she's kind of the only character that has any real growth in this movie because everybody recognizes with 15 minutes left in the movie. Oh yeah. We're the same people that we were when we got here.
1: I don't necessarily think that's true at all, at all. I mean, Emilio Estevez Obviously, grew. He was the first one to give up his cards and say, "Hey, I, I taped, yeah, <laughs> whoever's buns together." And he goes through, and it's it's a super emotional moment, like, a, but a, the but. fucking humiliation. And they all go kind of around, like it's like spin the bottle of emotions. I know what you're saying,
0: but they did.
1: A, I think they did it well. But think, he about
0: tapes his think about this. Big about together. His <laughs> buns. Who's he talking to? He's talking to one person in his social group who's not going to tell anybody about this, and he's talking to three people that nobody talks to. But then ben, that's Nobody that, gives a shit what Ben has on, to say Nobody talks th- to Brian Anthony or Michael,
1: Michael Hall When saying mm-hmm. You know He, he tries I, I would never do that to you guys Because it's mm-hmm. wrong I think it's bad And Claire says Because they look up to us Yeah and he, and he starts Because that's, that's exactly so who Claire was so At the beginning of You're so fucking conceited You're so fucking conceited She
0: is And then she is know, She puts out and gives an earring away Yeah but By Monday morning That's right? all he's got to right? remember her by They are not going to be going out So that Nobody grows Bringing it
1: back to what I said about John Judd Nelson and John Bender mm-hmm. At the end of the movie He's the only one who uh, who He's been in Saturday Detention forever He's gonna mm-hmm. be in there forever mm-hmm. He got a diamond He got the girl He got to fuck around He, put, hey, he, he got put the reefer out of the line He put dope in Bender or Johnson's underpants You know what I mean He's like, like what, what if, if your dope catches <laughs> on fire Impossible sir Why Because my dope Is in Johnson's underpants <laughs> It's the best Like that, last, that, that fist pump That everybody's in, yeah, mm, yeah At the end of the movie It's like he won all He broke everybody down mm-hmm. That he wanted to Into mm-hmm. people that he could Communicate with Yeah And at the end of the movie He got what he wanted Temporarily He's for, t- for Saturday, he's, he's true. He's going. Nobody. Everybody he's going goes, home. To, he's going home to get. Like, it's like going. To, it's like to get going a cigar, to the chiropractor.
0: cigar on his fucking arm. Uh, yeah. every, <laughs> it's, it's like going <laughs> to the chiropractor. <laughs> everything feels great the day of. <laughs> right. But, yeah. but the next day, everything goes back to normal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like eventually, but, but in a very short but period of time. He's dealing with a hard life. So so am I. Fuck off. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I'm saying
1: he's going home. This dad's going to burn him in the arm again. He's yeah. He is. got a diamond. He
0: is. And see, if we made this movie today, it would be much darker. So I do appreciate that it's lighthearted. You're right. You're right. But John Hughes is is attempting in a like is attempting to be realistic but he doesn't go far enough with it. He he almost gets there. He almost gets there with that scene where we're talking about where they're like we're not going to be friends after this. You're still going to be a dork. You're still going to mm. be a weirdo who has yeah. no friends. He definitely didn't You're, get you, it when they you, smoked like, weed together cuz that was the most random scene ever. With it's, the blues it's the end. So that was, that's <laughs> like really this. They and, and <laughs> <sunglasses>. <laughs> Brian recognizes that in a way, but everybody glosses over that part mm-hmm. of the essay. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, you label us as, as, you know, the princess, the jock, the brain. But really, we're all, all of those things. But then, like, there's a little line. He's like, are we going to be friends after this? Probably not. It's in the essay. Brian's the only one who recognizes the reality of the situation. Yep. Everybody else is starry-eyed. Even Bender thinks that something's changed and nothing has. He's the brain. Bender? Yeah. No. No, Brian. Brian, no, Brian just unfortunately sees the world for what it is and, you know, I feel bad for that kid because I I ho- I want children to have hope. Like I'm glad that Molly Ringwald feels better about herself. Don't you? I'm glad that Bender has Don't some sort of hope at 16 you. now. Right. But there is no character growth in this movie, with the exception of Allison, and it's very slight. I okay, all right. I respect your opinion. I, I think it, I
1: have, there's I have, not. There's I have not a disagreement agreement there. It, it's I too am short. doomsdaying the hell. Out. No, no. <laughs> I agree with you. To. It's too much. It's it's too short to have the, the development you're talking about. But I, I think between five teenagers to be able to come to terms in one room, that is the. It's the, not de- a character de- analysis. Development de- yeah, development, and development enough. It's not like, development. It's like a, it's, it's like not a, depth.
2: Mm-hmm, like yeah. you said, nothing changes at yeah. the end of it. It's like the but, like you, but, wide, but you also screens. said Bender's gonna. There's you could do this movie every Saturday mm-hmm. if that's how fucking Saturday school because he's got the next what two True. the but next, eight weeks. Yeah. He's got next <laughs> <Four>. eight weeks. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> no, no, the up, yeah, the next eight weeks. No, no, Bender's up to like eight yeah, at least. Got you for two months. No, but <laughs> that's like my other favorite part. I will. I will disagree like that. This is the only way this can be done because every single parody or satire of this movie provides uh, character development, including, and this is a weird comparison, Victorious did an episode, a 30-minute episode that parodied The Breakfast Club and gave those characters development that this movie doesn't give. Which is unfortunate (laughs) because Victorious is just some... I mean that's where we got Ariana Grande, so I guess we can be happy about that. Pop, pop music can be happy. Well, about that? I haven't seen that, so but I cannot contest. In 30 minutes, that. they give these, they do the same story, but with more character development than John mm-hmm. Hughes did in in 97 minutes. Which is, it, it's it's a misstep in my opinion because he did do the 80s so well. He did give us 16 candles. He did give us Ferris. Where Wheeler.
1: I'm gonna where I'm gonna stop you there is because mm-hmm. it's it's high school. Everybody is following the leader. And you see that going forth a million times over in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's not the character development isn't needed because there's no development for a teenager. They're following the strongest, the alpha dog across the universe. You know when they trope trope across the mm-hmm. the whole school, and he took the blame when he's bouncing the basketball. John Bender, mm-hmm. I think I'm about trying out for the scholarship. He let them all go. Yeah, you know I mean there is there is development in this movie for sure.
0: No, there's there's just multi-dimensions I don't think there's development I think Bender okay. was always that person because nobody's nobody's truly that one-dimensional that they're only the criminal they're only the brain that's the point of the movie I guess but this is where they're all kind of kind of there's they e- exploding they inter- all start like it, I guess if you look at this this film as just exposing the fact that the, they all have those elements I'll give you the quality but if you're saying there's development where they become those people, I hard disagree. Right, right. No, I, okay, okay.
1: All right, that's a- uh, I can
0: meet in the middle there.
1: No, that's a good point for sure. Because, um, I mean, it's one day. Mm-hmm. We're talking about nine hours they spent together. So yeah. you're right. There's no development in that mm-hmm. fact. but it. And I think they kind of play on that too at the end where it's like where the earring is given from mm-hmm. Claire to, to John Bender. It's one day. Yeah, but I think they're all gonna remember that day for the rest of their lives. And I think if there sure. was a part two or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that'd be kind of funny. That would be cool. Maybe it'd be
0: called "Same Elmo's Fire." Or maybe <laughs> fan theory time. It became the big chill. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There you go. All right. That's yeah. another movie I want to put on put on the list. But that's beside the point. Right. Um. No. But yeah,
1: I guess we've talked about it. my, my shit in us Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I I just think this movie is overhyped, and I I appreciate what was attempted, but I don't think it was successful.
2: I think there doesn't need to be a lot of character growth mm-hmm. and only that for it to be a great film. Mm-hmm. I know I brought up Reservoir Dogs before, but like, I just can't get over just the library being the main mm-hmm. scene. And there's, you know what I mean? It's not like Ferris Bueller where it's between the school and Wrigley and mm-hmm. the parking garage and downtown and the Chet yeah, and, and the North Shore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one spot. So, I mean, seeing just like the story progress mm-hmm. and kind of how – uh Vern, Dick Vern, mm-hmm. like had the introspective moment with the, uh, with, with, the custo- yeah. with the custodian with the custodian and the kids are dog they're dogging on the custodian. He's yeah. the one who kind of puts like yeah. everything in perspective for him. And that's when these kids are supposed to be writing the essay about themselves. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of just like took
0: a minute, and paused the movie and was like, damn. That, right. that that maybe the principal should have written an essay about yeah. himself too because Carl brings up some good points. I kids just think have, I think, uh,
2: yeah. just how it was there. written and and just the the space mm-hmm. that it was written or directed in. Mm-hmm. I think that's hard to pull off. Fair enough. So totally. it's not my favorite John Hughes movie at all. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that level, but mm-hmm. like I'm appreciating a lot of things that I didn't before from yeah, you
0: know. and I can I can appreciate the craft of it yeah right? because exactly. like I said he's, he's yeah. working with exactly. very limited space yeah and. You know, your I I'll give you that that scene with the principal and and Carl in the in the school basement. Yeah, solid. Mm. I mean, it's another moment where he kind of cracks the glass and gets to the reality of it. Mm-hmm. It's good halfway so, point of a movie. You it know is. what I mean? It like is. this. I'll I, yeah. I, I I think just that point alone bumps my score a couple of points. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. so oh. chassi, putting in work over here. Mm, he's so. giving me a <laughs> I got to do that. <laughs> handle.
1: <laughs> so again, my final points. mm mm-hmm. Mhm understand Do you think that there's or you feel there's no character growth but we're talking mm-hmm. about one day about high schoolers yeah and if you can get one day across with a high schooler that's angsty and shitty mm-hmm. there is growth there so i get that's where i'm I'm kind of drawing it not mm-hmm. in the film but in yeah the just in skill. the idea of, of just you being there, there yeah you know totally so that's that's i can
0: idea. i can i can disagree with you but still appreciate all your points because you are not wrong yeah i just Personally, don't think you're right. You know, like the the way I consumed the movie and interpreted the movie was different. Mm. That said, Greg, we have arrived at our final segment, (sighs) where we rate these movies out of a hundred tacos. I don't know if you know that, but that's what we do. Yeah,
1: I can. You can find my tacos in Johnson's underpants. So pull your taco,
0: pull your tacos out of Johnson's underpants. What if they catch on fire? And take take the uh, quote unquote Mm. cilantro. (laughs) <laughs> and sprinkle it on how many tacos all right tacos spreaded <laughs> let's see
1: i'm giving it i'm giving this movie a 78 um it's a must watch mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna go yeah. against what you've said <laughs> and i still feel firmly about what i've said it's a must yeah. watch uh, you know it, it, it is what it is all alrighty
0: all alrighty Dusty Yeah That's it's not my feel. favorite
2: It's not my favorite John Hughes movie But it's on the wall Right there Yeah
0: It's a classic It
2: is I love the movie I'm giving it uh, Round 80 Okay You know my, okay. my favorite John, My favorite Two John Hughes movies Sit closer towards 90 Okay But Breakfast Club I'm giving You know I would give Breakfast Club 82 tacos Okay 82 okay. tacos you Bumped it 82
1: bumped it up Yeah and A
0: little extra <laughs>
2: Extra cilantro okay. Extra onion yeah. the, the Verde hot
0: Yeah <laughs> So, mild upset here. I'm actually scoring this a little higher than you did now. No way. I'm giving this a 79. Holy. What? My initial score was a 75. (laughs) Wow. And bumped (laughs) me four points. He tricked you like
2: Bender did. (laughs) No, I was going to. I walked uh, into this thinking
0: 75 even. Like, this is a C movie. And this almost hits the B mark with when I consider (laughs) that there's one more scene in it that makes it worth watching. Granted, I will never watch this movie again unless you guys make me come back to it. What the hell? But. What the hell? I appreciate it. Right. I can give it a 79. So, what does me. stupid tomatoes website give this? We are. Probably a million. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be so much nostalgia probably tied scored. to it. There's, there's got to be. There's got
1: 200,000 check-ins with this.
0: So, we've got. Okay. So. 92. Holy cow! <laughs> critics give this an 89, and audience score is 92. Yeah, no. get the hell out no, of no. here. Sorry, guys, no way. you're wrong. Yeah, if there's
1: I like gone, this.
0: I love the movie, but come on, get get me Ebert in here. He needs tattling. <laughs> <one. laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna, cool. I'm gonna tell the movie gods that Roger Ebert screwed us on this one. No, that's surprising that we scored it so much lower. Yeah. than even than even critics did. Yeah, it's um, not a great. Movie. I'm not surprised. There's no
1: tricks. There's yeah. nothing about it that stands out really except for it makes you yeah, feel Yeah, the critics
2: and the audience you joined are yeah, close. yeah. For yeah. movies
1: yeah. that are Something's like going going in
0: the 90s. Mm-hmm. Well, well listeners, I'm, I'm with it. Listeners, like it. watchers, hop down to the comments and give us your taco rating for The Breakfast Club and let us know why you rated it that way. Do you agree with me and say this movie is overhyped? Or do you agree with Greg that it's a 78 taco movie but is still amazing somehow? i've told you my reasons josh don't you (laughs) not you not you the audience the audience needs to talk to us (laughs) because that is audience integration that's how we show you we love you we talk to you on the internet Mm, that's how i got my imaginary girlfriend was talking to her on the internet there you go she's fake she lives in canada you never met her Uh, Niagara falls (laughs) jake (laughs) so we get (laughs) jake uh boys what do you say we wrap this up let's you know what after we get off this we should probably hop over to patreon and subscribe to this podcast because it's pretty awesome might as well yeah we should we should pledge a dollar a month and i'll get that extra content you should too but i don't have time to talk about that because we gotta say goodbye hop down to the description i want i want i want i want i I want to congratulate don't mess with the bull young man you'll get the horns.